<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are back for take two. Uh, a few technical difficulties, if you will. Uh, we seem to got them sorted out, so we're going to start this thing over like it's the first time around. Welcome to the Saturday Night WrestleManiacs. You got the Nubian Sumo already puffing on his stick for the night. Giving a great shout out to one Faye Jackson and her creep squad. Loyal member there. Uh, you got me, the big guy, KG. Uh, we are tonight, Saturday Night WrestleManiacs, and we are on this two-man power trip. So. As I'll, we- let you, I'll let you be Stone Cold. I'll be Triple H. I'll take that. I'll take that. So before we had technical difficulties, we were starting off the show. Glad we were in the early stages. But uh, we were talking about um, New Jack. And unfortunately, we had uh, the passing of New Jack uh, yesterday. James, you were the one that broke the news to me when I checked my phone. And I started saying it all over the place. And uh, like I said in the first first time, I never thought this guy was going to die. This is one guy that I never thought would die. And um, unfortunately, he has passed away. Uh, condolences to his family, his friends, everyone that's worked with him. And uh, if you have not seen his dark side of the ring, that was one of the best. So check that out. Uh, I'm hoping James can... Huh? You, you, you can need to, they need to check the dark side of the ring. They need to go on YouTube and and um, look at all of his shoot interviews, you know, just talking about people and talking about his career and whatnot. I was even surprised that WWE had, had or allowed Paul Heyman to speak about New Jack to, on Talking Smack today. I mean, yeah. they, they ended the show with Paul Heyman saying they came to me and asked me if I wanted to say a few words about New Jack. And I said, of course. So, yeah. And they did it. I was like, wow. I I, I got to show this. I got to I got to I got to show this right here. This this is wonderful here. This is wonderful. I've uh, seen it myself. Uh, yeah, that's you about to see it now. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> the boy's on a head journey like that. <laughs> He's on a head journey like that. I all, love it. All, young man, young man, all I'm going to say is be better than your father. <laughs> well, that's the goal. <laughs> that's always been the goal. Always been the goal. Oh, man, I'm, 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 I'm loving it. It looks good, kid. It looks good. Courtesy of my wife, the beautiful, the lovely, Miss Lisa. Hey, uh, Lisa. I, 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 James says hello, lovey. She says hi. She 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 ain't, she only got one head in the day, so I mean, you know, I, I ain't getting mine done, so I'm I gotta wait. Thank you, Dario. Appreciate that. <laughs> but uh, talking about New Jack, um, the, the 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 dude was exactly who he said he was. It was no, he didn't put on any airs. He didn't min- mince words of what he said. And I, I still think I call him an ECW legend, but everybody say, well, I mean, he should have been mainstream. He wouldn't have never made it in WWE. 
slash WWF. He would have never made it in WCW because he would have had to water down himself. Right. Which is no good. Right. So he would have never been able to do in half a fifth of what he did in ECW. They he would have he would have been a shell of his he would have been Booker T. <laughs> and we don't need another Booker T. We don't need the first one. But we we uh yeah we don't we wouldn't need another Booker T. I just I, I think about him and everybody wants to remember him for the mass transit uh incident of course yeah that's why most I, people know him yeah for some reason yeah right and he's bigger than that he Way now that was a, a accident but that wasn't his fault that was that young man's parents fault but we're not gonna get into that there's enough blame to go around on that one but um yeah uh he he got he got he got over on that he got off on that so you know we're not gonna we're not gonna dwell on that right but uh i'll say this he'll be remembered as one of the pioneers of hardcore wrestling you can mention him in the same voice that you mentioned tommy dreamer sabu mr monday night himself rvd He's one of the greats that graced ECW and made it watchable and, and made it what it what it was and what it would always be. So I will say uh rest in peace to New Jack. Um I take my Walmart cup because I don't drink, so but uh tough man that's a tough loss that was a shocker i'll tell you that yeah and I, yeah. I will say this everybody says you know death is a part of living you shouldn't be shocked that somebody dies well you're always going to be shocked that somebody dies you never thought was going to die not this soon you know we got people dying at young ages you know dmx was 50. shock he was, was 52. he was 58. he was 58. come on now we're in the era now where you live till you're 98 99 and it's not oh you're old and feeble at 98 99 they're shocked that you're dying at 98 99 because you're still active you're still out here you're still pushing it you got people that's 101 running marathons you know it, this is a different age and time but this is one of the ones that actually shocked the hell out of me so well he was going through a lot of things he was going through a lot of pain you know, he had already lost sight in one of his eyes from the um, Nick from one of the Vic Grimes uh, situations. Uh, the, the one that uh, wound up messing him up real bad. He lost his sight in one eye. He could barely hear in one in one ear. Uh, he had a whole bunch of pain issues and whatnot. So, yeah, in a way, it's a good thing because he's not suffering anymore. Uh, he will be missed as a very unique character within the, the wrestling business i would say he would be you're saying that he's a, a pioneer of hardcore wrestling i would say more of the ultraviolet type of, of hardcore wrestling because i mean before, nobody really knew anything about uh using people use barbed wire People used all types of, I mean, but 
he took taking a fort to another level from Abdullah the Butcher. He was the first person I ever saw use a light bulb, a fluorescent light bulb in a match. You know what I'm saying? Uh, to get, come out and use actually like not like knives, like the Wolverine knives that he used to carry around and those uh, knives with the, those with the spikes on the front. You know, I actually bought one because of him uh, at one time. I had one. So, uh, yeah, it was crazy. Uh, just and and like I was saying before, we got all into all the technical stuff uh, earlier. Uh, all the the couple of times that I've dealt with him, a couple of three times I've dealt with him, and uh, was able to sit down and chat with him and um, ask him questions like, you know, why did y'all kick D'Lo Brown out of the gangsters? Which is a funny story. <laughs> Uh, to see him have his first comedy act in Atlanta, uh, to watch him to watch him do that and be a part of that, you know, I'm sure I'm not sure if I was the only person there that came to watch him, other than the people he was with, but I was the only one that I knew that he knew at the time was there for him. So you know, so I, I, I'm happy to say that that I was that part of that with him, and. Um, even some of the shirts that he wore uh, in, his, in the beginning of his career when he was in Memphis and the early stages of his uh, ECW career, I actually sold him some of those shirts. So um, it, uh, so uh, he just came to the kiosk in South Dakota Mall one day and we were just talking and, and he was like, yeah, you know, I wear these shirts. I was like, yeah, these would be the perfect shirts for you to wear, you know, danger, educated black man. And, you know, um, uh, the Martin Luther King and Malcolm X shirts that used to be have the quotes on the back, you know, that type thing. You know, those are the type of shirts that he would wear in the ring. And he was like, yeah. And so he bought some shirts from me and wound up cutting them up like he always does and wore some warm in the ring. And I was like, I was able to say, yeah, I sold him that shirt. So, you know, that, that, that was cool. So, you know, um, but yeah, he will be missed. He will be missed as a character. I love his shoot interviews, his candidness. His uh, I don't give a fuck attitude, you know, uh, and you know there'll be nobody else like him. And if, and if anybody tries to be like him, there will be a sad imitation because there won't be uh, any way to copy what he's done in this business. So rest in peace, bro. Agreed. And one thing I learned a long time ago when somebody gives a glowing. Uh, speech like that a glowing uh tangent that's that good you don't have no rebuttal for it so with that being said we're gonna move on to the next topic and in the absence of the people's choice don rodriguez of course he's come up with uh title change he came up with this whole format and you know he's on special assignment tonight that's understandable yeah you know, he always want to try to run stuff when he ain't around so i mean yeah i guess i guess we'll go by his format you know whatever no now <clears throat> we we had to change a few things um but now by his format title change season now we had titles changed this week uh candace laray won tamina and natty finally win uh laray and indy hartwell won tag team tag team and miro wins the tnt title uh I mean, it, 
is this uh is it really title change season i mean i'm happy to see of course tamina and natty winning the wwe women's tag team has to be the highlight for me because natty has put over a lot of people she's put over a lot of uh different stars i will say that and to see that her and uh uh uh, uh, uh tamina are champions now and this is tamina's first belt that's crazy ten, to me ten years ten years in the business never had a belt of don't any hardly, kind don't hardly remember don't don't hardly remember her even having any title matches tell you the truth so yeah this is this is big for her and for her to and all of the emotions and whatnot that she's having and whatnot uh, they seem to be pretty general uh genuine which they should be i mean to be in the business for 10 years and never and never have a title you know that that's that and now all of a sudden they want to get they get they uh put the straps the tag team straps on her you know it's good that's it's good business it's good business for her you know what i remember uh this is a while ago i'm gonna tell you how long ago it was it was so long ago it was wwe the magazine long ago so this is longer than 10 years so 10 years is what 2011 it was probably before that probably about 2009 2010. they did an interview with jimmy superfly snooker and he was talking about his daughter and she's getting ready breaking the business he was like man she's gorgeous and but don't think you can run up on her brother because she's tough you know he was like she she tough she got that samoan blood and she tough and I, I was like, okay, I can't wait to see his daughter. And then when I finally see it, I'm like, okay. And she, you know, she was top of the rope type. Now, granted, she's oh, dealt yeah, with a lot gonna, of injuries. They were, they were, first thing they were going to do is make uh, make sure you hit that splash. Make yeah. sure you hit the splash. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I thought she, you know, she dealt with a lot of injuries, but she always came back strong. And I always think, her and Naya would have fared. I mean, not not saying they had bad. They're having bad careers. They would have fared better in the attitude era, because imagine Naya and Tamina teaming up with China, and then they just running everything. And then you throw Charlotte in there. You got your four horsewomen right there. I mean, granted the ages wouldn't match up, but imagine if that happened. You got those. Who's beating them? those women beat guys but I, i'm happy for tamina i'm happy for miro because he he came over to AEW. he wins the tnt title and i've heard people dog this title it's not a real title all cody gonna do is give it back to himself i want to hear all that shit. it's a title stop stop demeaning people's accomplishments because you don't think they're good enough I'm down with that. I'm down with Miro winning because that's more than he than I can say he was getting in that last run once he came back off an of injury in WWE. No, yeah, I I really didn't expect them to put the belt on Miro like that, but especially especially this not necessarily this soon because he's been in for a little while, but once he once he got 
separated from Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford, you know, I was like, hmm, interesting. So, yeah, for him to get this quick after getting rid of them two, uh, I found that kind of interesting, especially with the run that uh, Darby Allen had because, I mean, he's a popular face. And now what are they going to do with him? I mean, they're going to put him in a, they're going to put him in a, uh, in a, in a, in a storyline with who, you know, they're going to, they're going to make him go, they're going to have him run after the back, after they try to get the title back. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'd have took the belt off of Darby, but um, it's good to see Miro, you know, be actually being used other than the video the video game thing and the uh Kip saving thing with the marriage thing and all that you know it was out, he was he was being wasted pretty much cuz i mean you bring a big man in to do what be a big man to run through the, to run through the card to run through the roster and he hasn't been doing that they have been doing that with him so it's good to see that he's being uh used in a different way in a better way Again, I would not have taken the belt off of Darby. Uh, I'd let them go at it for maybe a couple, three times, a couple, three times. You know, get a nice series in. But uh, yeah, I'm good. It's good. I'm good with. I'm good with Miro uh, getting the belt now. So we'll see what they do with it. Uh, I'd like to go ahead and see Lance Archer go ahead and get in there with him to go after the belt. That should be a good match between them two. So what about uh Candice LeRae? What's your thoughts? And that's the uh only title we haven't talked about. Your, your, your thoughts of her winning uh tag team title. I didn't even know she won. Um who 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 was she tagging with again? Give me I can't I well you know she's part of she's part of the way with her husband Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory, and she started she was in a tag team with Indy Hartwell, who um was it who was real big in the independence coming out of Australia, New Zealand. And um, they wound up sit, putting her together with the with them three and called themselves the way, because Candace and Johnny were saying that the W the NXT wasn't being run or being uh, taken care of in the way that they thought it should be. So they wanted to uh, change the NXT to their way of thinking. So that's how they got their name, the way. But um. Indy has started um, doing some things for Johnny and for and for uh, Candice LeRae, and wound up becoming part of their little group uh, before they actually formed it. So um, I, I'm I'm happy for Indy. You know she's 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 actually been a little bit of a workhorse in the independent scene. Uh, she got signed to NXT, and you know. You got to find your way within NXT, so uh, or, or in WWE. Period. So for her to find her way to the uh, women's tag team titles for NXT is a big deal. So I'm happy for her. As far as Candice is concerned, uh, I've said in the past, you know, Candice LeRae can do no wrong with me after taking a super kick from Matt Jackson with a spiked Nike. When I say a spiked Nike, I mean, he took the time to glue 
thumbtacks to the bottom of a Nike sneaker, put it on, and kick her, super kick her dead in the face. And she still got a scar above her eyebrow from that. Because, I mean, she bled like a stuck pig after that, of course. I mean, she took she took the full brunt of that, and and that was and that was for a shoot. So yeah, for her to get for her to come from that and PWG, and and to be where she is now as one of the mainstays in the women's division for NXT, it was a very good thing. And for her to get it get, become a, a champion right now with Indy is a good is good for business. So I'm, I'm I'm probably gonna say that a lot in uh during this show today because um championships like that you know with between those two and um Tamina and Natalia you know th those are just that's just good business. I like that. I like that being the theme of this show along with two man power trip. Um, that's that's good business i like that i like that so so don ain't here to to to, to defend himself so let's gang up on him a little bit like he do you <laughs> now you know pretty soon we all gonna meet up in a couple of weeks hopefully yeah yeah right i'm hoping everything works out we can all meet up wherever we meet up but we got to get him we got to get him like on some 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 sean michael shit Let's put him through a table. Let's give him a three D to a through a table. Oh, that's he'll take the bump. That, oh yeah, he'll take that bump. Yeah, yeah. he'll take the bump. He'll take no the bump. doubt. No doubt. Now you want to be Devon or you want to be uh, Bubba Ray? It don't matter to me. As long as he put somebody through a table, I don't care. All right, <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. I mean, that's, that's always great for me. Well, yeah, we can work. We can work that out. I'm sure he's deserving. <laughs> if nothing, if if nothing else, but all the stuff that he talks about me and the lie that he tells about body slamming me or whatever the hell he get dreamed up uh, in the uh, sports arena in, in Atlanta at ESPN Zone, whatever that lie was, you know, if 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 he had isn't deserving of that from anything else that he's done in life, that he's he's due for that. So. <laughs> That'll be a nice receipt for his ass. Well, the, the, to think about it, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like this. I'm kind of sort of like throwing him under the bus. But I'm hoping, hoping like hell, if we can put him through a table, I can at least get a choke slam out of that. I'm, I'm good with that. You know, it, it, it's been a long time since I took a bump, but I'm willing to take one these days, so. I say we should just soften him up as he's coming out of his car and just jump him like the horseman did Dusty back in the day. <laughs> you no, know, maybe put a bat to his arm or something, you know, close his arm and door, arm in the door, you know, something like that. You know, soften him up real good before we hit him with that 3D. Yeah, okay. That's it. He gonna listen to this. He's like, what? He gonna have bodyguards and everything, he gonna have security and everything. No, I know, right? <laughs> now last but not least this is you know we always say we're not here for a long time we're here for a good time and that's what we do we got a pay-per-view tomorrow night and it don't even feel like a pay-per-view weekend i'm not even gonna lie to you we got wrestlemania 
backlash. I don't know what WrestleMania backlash is, but yeah, because it's us, <laughs> we gotta cover it. <laughs> but um, let me ask you a personal question: Are you even looking forward to this? Not really. Not really. This is just this is just uh this is just filler. I mean, it's the it's the first pay per view after WrestleMania, really. So this one is usually just something to do. And the only reason they put WrestleMania call it WrestleMania backlash instead of just backlash is to try to bring more people into it. Oh, this is what a bunch of WrestleMania uh uh, uh rematches. Uh this the fallout from the wrestle from WrestleMania. Uh, uh, so I mean it is what it is. Well, as, as as promised, the People's Choice Don Rodriguez has come up with uh, the format for tonight, and he has his picks already in. Of course, he does because he he, he thinks he's going to win every pay per view. He's not going twelve, thirteen, and no this year. Um, on my mama, he' going to lose about seven to eight this year. He won't have a five hundred percent. Uh, uh, he won't be 500 winning these pay-per-views. I'm going to tell you that shit now. Right. That's not happening. Okay, so here we go. First match. The Miz versus Damian Priest. The Don has picked The Miz. James, you're up. I'm going with Damian Priest. Because this is more so a match for him to build up on. Uh, to um, feature him. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let them, I'm gonna give him the Duke. Uh I gotta I gotta side with the with, with the people's choice on this, and I'm gonna go ahead and go with the Miz because I, I don't know. I see the Miz getting one more uh big run WWE style. So just oh yeah, he, he could he could get another run, but a loss wouldn't hurt him in this situation. I'm mean, think this gives this gives him a little. It, it could give him a little payback for Bad Bunny, but then it also, like I said, if this is supposed to feature Damian Priest and whatever run they want to set up for him, so it would it would hurt Damian more to lose this match, I think, than it would for Miz to win it. So I'm gonna stick with Damian. Okay. Uh, next match. Every match left on this card this is the only non-title match that the people's choice has that's on this card all right so he got smackdown tag team championship bobby rude and dolph ziggler versus ray and dominic mysterio uh he went with ray and dominic i'm gonna have to agree i mean they pushing this first First time father son tag team champion thing to the hilt, and uh, they just they just uh, did the same thing with Tamina being her first time winning a winning a title. So yeah, these first time these first time things, you know, when they happen, they happen. So uh, I'm gonna go with Ray and Dominique. Now, when you say uh, first time, are you meaning first time in 
WWE because I I know every wrestler when they have a son that that, that joins the family business uh per se they always win a tag team title with their their kid um Ricky Morton just won a tag team title with his son right but I'm saying what they're saying this is the first time in WWE and as you know the WWE doesn't recognize anything outside of WWE so this would be the first time in WWE that a father and son have held the tag team titles. So. Now, see, now you got my brain working. So Dusty and Dustin never had tag team titles. Not in WWE. Because I know they wrestled. I think they wrestled together in WCW. Yeah, hmm. I think they had. I think they had. I, I want to say they had the tag titles in WCW. I want to say they did. Uh, I can't think of too many father and son tag team champions, really, to tell you the truth. Um, I've, I know of a lot of hero, you know, my this is my mentor, this is my idol, this is the person I looked up to, a few of those. But uh, as far as father and son, I can't think of too many. And I'm thinking, uh, wait, Chavo Classic and Chavo were tag team champions, weren't they? In WWE, because they were a tag team for a little bit because Chavo Classic came back. Yeah, Chavo Classic came back, but I don't think they were tag champions. I think they were, I think they kind of, they kind of went back and forth with the cruiserweight belt. I think Chavo Classic had the cruiserweight belt for a little while and then uh lost it and then Chavo Jr. ended up getting it back, getting it back for them. But uh I don't recall them being tag champions. Hmm. Look it up. <laughs> Look it well, up. I mean, I I'm sitting on a computer and I got one of the biggest computers that you can ever hold in your hand and a, a cell phone. <clears throat> so that's not hard. Um, but I, yeah. I, I you got my oh, brain. Yeah, all you got to do is go to Wikipedia. If it ain't in Wikipedia, then it ain't nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to wrestling, I mean, you know, yeah. I, I, you can, you can kind of go by some of the, most of the things in uh, Wikipedia when it comes to wrestling. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. I learn something from Wikipedia every day. But when it comes to wrestling, I learn different titles that I've had forgot about that WWE had, their defunct titles. And I'm like, why won't y'all bring these titles back? These titles would be great right now. But, you know, I, someone well, like me ask, well, let me ask, well, well, let me ask you this while you're looking this up. When's the last time you've seen the 24-7 championship? Uh, once Bad Bunny won it, and then I ain't seen it since. And it ain't been defended. Hadn't even been talked about. Nope. They did and all that, that. They did all that to build up. They had they had him take it to Saturday Night Live. They had him take it to the Grammys. He was on TMZ with it. They did all this stuff to build up that title, and then to do what? Poof. And the People's Choice Don Rodriguez didn't get a daggone check for that damn title neither, because that was his idea. Two months after he came up with that idea, all of a sudden, here the daggone title goes. And it's defended the exact it wasn't he said hardcore championship bring it something like that back and there's 24 7. i mean 
we come up with gems on this show, whether it's the WrestleManiacs, whether it's the Tuesday Night Flight, Thursday Night Throwdown, the Sunday Rise, whatever it is, we come up with gems. And all of a sudden, we see them out there in the atmosphere. Somebody's listening. And I'm glad that you're listening. Cut the check. <laughs> That that that's that's all I that's all I want you to do. Just cut the check. You ain't even gotta give us fifty percent. You can give us ten percent. We can function off of that, but give us credit for the ideas. Cause I, I, I and the boss BJ points this out a lot. It's a lot of times we'll make a statement here at Sideline Junkies, and about a week or late week or two later, they 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 they're, they're talking about. Well, this is what this is. Yeah, you heard that from us first, and you're damn right. They are watching. They are watching. Now, I looked this up, and uh, no, Chavo and 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 uh, Chavo Classic did not win in I WWE. Didn't so. So, I didn't think so. I didn't think so. That, that that's okay. All right. Um. Now I gotta make this pick. All right, where's my pen? I lost my daggone pen. All right, here we go. It blended in with the computer. Um, I'm gonna go with uh tag team champions. I'm gonna go with Rude and Ziggler. I wanna go against the grain here so I can see if I can win something. All right. Next up. Next up. Where's my where's my list? Where's my list? Come on now. Uh, WrestleManiacs got to go to the right chat. Next up, Universal Championship the tribal chief Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. Now, it would be nice for Cesaro to win. The People's Choice picked Roman Reigns to win. James, your pick that's a gimme. They're not going to take that belt off of Roman, not to Cesaro. I don't see why not. I don't but see I, why not either, but I'm just saying that at this at this point, no. They're not doing that. You know what they're gonna do? They're gonna wind up having Brock come back and take it off of them. Come on now. You know, you know that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna it's gonna be somehow, some way they're gonna get they're gonna throw a bunch of money at Brock and he's gonna wind up coming back and taking it. But I don't think it'll be Brock. I think it'll be somebody new. You think it'll be Goldberg? It won't be. You know, no, no. I'm saying when I say new, I mean brand new. I'm talking uh -huh. about somebody they're gonna bring in that uh, is going. They're gonna. They're gonna. That they, they need to have a bit. Uh, they, they're gonna have. They're gonna need to put a big spotlight on this person. And what better spotlight that can you put on there than to dethrone Roman Reigns for as the Universal Champion? The Rock? Hmm? The Rock? No. When I say I'm, I'm saying I'm saying you say brand new all together. Brand new all together, never been seen in WWE. Period. And I'm going with this new guy, the guy that's Who's supposed that? to be the new Brock Lesnar, the new next big thing. I can't think of his name right now, but he's the guy. He's he was in the he was in the uh he was in the uh national wrestling championships as far as uh uh ncaa um but yeah he, lo he looks just 
like Brock Lesnar when he first came into WWE. I mean, the height, the the, the physicality uh, as far as his uh, his body is concerned, his the looks, the blonde hair, the whole thing. He looks just like Brock Lesnar. And they and they're working on him right now. They've already signed him to a uh, developmental deal. I wish I could remember his name right now, but he's going to be the next big thing. And I think he's the one that they're going to groom. Parker, Parker, something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Parker, something. Yeah, exactly. I can't. I can't think. Parker Bordeaux. Parker. Parker Bordeaux, Parker Bordeaux is his is his name. Hmm. Look! Look him! Look him up! I, you would! You would! You would swear that Brock Lesnar had been cloned. Well, he's Brock Lesnar without the tats. I'm telling you. Okay, that's a dominant dude. If he if they grooming him like that, he's gonna be dominant. And then if they can get a consistent run out of him, you know, Brock left and went and played football, then came back. Well, no, he left, went played football. Then he went to New Japan. Then he went to UFC. So you know, if you can get a consistent run out of this cat. You can see what Brock Lesnar could have been, even though Brock Lesnar didn't have a bad career. No. How many people? How many people can you say have won NCAA, UFC, WWE, IWGP heavyweight championships? Not to mention, was on Madden, WWE video games, and MMA video games. <laughs> Only person that can do that. Only person to do that, right? Brock Lesnar. So, all right, let's move on to the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, you got Rhea Ripley, Oscar, Charlotte, battling for one belt. The People's Choice Don Rodriguez has picked Charlotte. Nubian Sumo, who you got? I think Rhea retains. And I agree with you because I think it's – oh, shoot, did I pick the last one? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm for uh, Roman and uh, Cesaro, I'm picking Roman. And um, I agree with you. I think Rhea retains. It's too soon to take the belt off of her. You know, she she's a new champion. When I, that whole – you know, champion for a month, and then you giving it back to whoever had it before. Nah, I'm not down with that. Let 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 some of this new blood get going. Um, we, I would we, actually we, be I would actually be very disappointed if Charlotte won. I mean, we got to vote for Flair. <laughs> uh, we got to vote for Flair. Oh, uh, be fair to be fair to Flair. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but you know, Charlotte is coming back. She is, it is. It is a way for her to but reclaim. There's her nothing for her to come back. It's what I mean. She they can put the, they, they can put that title on her anytime they want. It's time to. They need to build up Rhea Ripley. Yeah. So so I don't see them. Like I said, I don't see them taking that belt off of Rhea right now. Maybe SummerSlam. And then give it back at a uh, Survivor Series, something like that. Yeah, I can dig that. That's just, you know, I keep her losing picture. around Survivor around SummerSlam. Okay, and but just keep her in the picture. So I, I can I can agree with that. Um, uh, what we got? We got 
SmackDown Women's what's Championship. Your, what's your pick? What's your pick? Oh, oh shit! I, I agree with you, Rhea. Oh, okay. You got you got to keep it on her. Um, SmackDown Women's Championship. Bianca Belair versus Bailey. Um, the battle of the thicky thick thick thicks. Mm, we, you know, we haven't had a moment tonight, so I'm gonna go ahead and have that moment. Bailey is certified cornbread fed. Let's just say that. Look like she spent a lot of time down south eating good. I'm just gonna no, say. Oh, see, she, see, see, she's Latina, man. She's really? Latina, she Latina, man. Come mm. on, come on. Mm. She all about the mofongo and the eros con pollo, este. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Now that that's probably about as borderline as we're gonna go because ain't look the people's choice Don Rodriguez ain't here, so ain't nobody taking off no shirts, ain't nobody getting in trouble tonight. But hey, yeah, but Bailey, oh my god, Bailey, oh Lord, Bailey. The only thing Bailey. that could make that match better is to throw Tony Storm up in there. I'm sorry, that's probably I ain't uh, even though I don't think this is possible, that might be too much ass in the ring. I'm sorry. Oh, it's been it's it's been done. It's Ugh. it's it's happened. I mean, you know, they were to get, they were in there together uh, for Royal Rumble, and they had Naomi in there too. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Naomi, uh, Nia Jax, mm. uh, yeah, it was yeah, it was, mm. yeah, and I, I'm not even. It looked like a. It looked like a whole bakery up in that joint. I'm not even gonna lie. That's one of them things you just gotta sit there and you just gotta you just gotta go, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There is a God mm. somewhere. Mm. <sighs> but <laughs> the people choice Tom Rodriguez, he picked Bianca to win this one uh over Bailey. What's your pick there? Oh, I'm going with Bianca. Okay. I'm going with Bianca. Same reason. I mean, she beat Sasha. We haven't seen her since. Uh, she beats Bailey. Those are two of the four horsewomen. So when uh what's her name? What's her name? Becky Lynch comes back. She knocks her off. And then eventually Charlotte, and then they'll do the draft, and then she'll be able to knock off Charlotte. Mm-mm. Think about this. Now you said that, and my mind, my mind started turning. My gears started going. Imagine her knocking off all four horsewomen, right? And then the four—they actually give us the four horsewomen like they're supposed to. Now we were supposed to get. Um, I thought they were going to wind up getting Tessa Blanchard. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I thought they were going to wind up getting her. But who does she she signed with AEW, right? Allegedly. It hasn't been it hasn't been confirmed that she and uh Daga have signed, but that's what the uh, in my Conrad Thompson voice, my rumor the rumor and innuendo is that they signed, but we don't know for sure. Uh I think I don't I know neither one of them are under any uh 90 day clauses anywhere so uh 
it's just a matter of time because she is in the gym pretty hard. And Daga has pretty much given up all of his commitments. I mean, he just gave up a belt in AAA recently. So he just vacated a belt. So it's looking that way that they may be headed that way at some point. And they'll probably do it. And it could happen at double or nothing. Well, one thing that Tessa has to work on is her people skills and what to say out of her mouth. Well, she got that honest. True. But you still need to work on your people skills. You still got to work with these people and everybody. Uh, the term last week, um, especially when Bradley Bill went back at Kent Bazemore, that was earlier this week. The term for the week was not for the fuck shit. And there's plenty of people in wrestling that'll knock your teeth down your throat you think you're going to talk to him any kind of way. So I'm just going to say that. Oh, yeah. Well, like I said, she got it honest because, I mean, other than Arn Anderson, I've heard that most of the original horsemen were a bit on the racist side. And Teddy Long was just doing an interview recently, uh, like within the last day or two, where he was talking about both Ole Anderson and Ric Flair hitting him with the N-bomb at one time, saying that Ric Flair has never liked Teddy Long for any reason whatsoever. And so, you know, and, and that's not the first time I've heard that. So, yeah. As much like, as yeah. I as much as much I'm a Horseman fan, I mean, you know, back in some things you got to, you kind of, you know, as a wrestling fan, as a black wrestling fan, you have to kind of, Look at, you know, because I mean, between the horsemen and the fabulous Freebirds <laughs> and a few others that I could name, uh, it is it, prominent. It's prominent, especially back in those days. So, yeah. I, I'm going to say this. You sat me back in my chair with I never, I, it's possible because I don't think, I, I think I, I didn't even think that way with Hogan and then it happened. Uh, I, but I didn't think that way with Ric Flair because of, I guess, my love for Ric Flair. Oh, go back, go back in, on YouTube, and look up some of the Flair uh, promos that he did against uh, Junkyard Dog, Rocky King, Shaska Watley, uh, 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 Thunderbolt Patterson. I mean, it's it's there. It's some borderline things that's being when you, said. When, you, when 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 I'm like 12, 13 years old watching this, it, when it's happening, you know, you don't think too much of it. But now I'm getting ready to be 51 years old and I'm looking at these interviews and I'm like, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> well. Don't let me have to don't let me have to pull you to the side there, buddy. Don't let me have to pull your collar. Well, uh, what 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 I was thinking is, you know, you put the four horse women back, and then they turn around and then they jump Bianca, and they start jumping the champions. The next thing you know, the four horse women hold all the gold. They got the tag team champions. Uh, they have both women's titles, and then start combining the shows. So. Your storylines from Raw go from 
uh, Raw to NXT to SmackDown, and everything just keeps going. And I don't think the balls no, BJ no, like that no, too much. No, 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 no. See, when I brought that shit up to y'all a few some weeks ago, maybe some months ago, and y'all were like, "Nah." Uh, tag team titles don't need to move around anymore. Now that they got the NXT belts, and did I say that? You, you, you didn't say anything, which made you complicit. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> silence is agreement. So you know you wasn't you wasn't you wasn't backing me up, but you were kind of nodding when Don was speaking. So you know I let you, you know I, I won't get on you too much about that, but mm. I did bring up the fact that there were too many titles in the WWE. And that you needed one title for the women, one title for the uh, men, one tag title, and all these titles move over the whole map of WWE. And I didn't get too much back. I didn't get too much backup on that. So mm. yeah, I don't know, but I do. I, that would be hot. That would be that would be horseman esque, right? To put to have. Since especially since they don't have a mid card title, that um, exactly it makes the titles more exclusive. Uh, it gives more people opportunities to get to the titles. You know they have to work more toward the title because I mean, hey, I got somebody on SmackDown that deserves a title shot more than they all do on Raw. So you have to wait. You have to wait and earn your spot. You know what but I'm saying? When I say that, I'm talking like attitude error because you know if you watch. Raw and you know, Raw used to always go off with that cliffhanger at 11.05 on the nose. You see that daggone uh, 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 copyright thing pop up in the corner, you're like, No, it's 11 o'clock already, and you already made. But then you come Thursday, they tell you what happened on Raw, and they pick right back up. Then they pick back up again, uh, on, 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 on Shotgun Saturday night, and then Sunday night heat, and then velocity, and things like that, and then it just kept going. Oh no, do what they did back in the day where they would be in the middle of a match and be like, Oh my god, we're running out of time. We'll have to show you the rest of this match next week. <laughs> the boss BJ chimes in and, and that would give WWE a chance to really build the character. It would. Yeah. It would. I mean, it would, it, would take, would. it would take everything back to the territory days, you know. Which is where everything Flair, seemed to be heading. Flair, Flair would go to all the territories and face their number one guy, heel or face, it, whether it was their champion or the guy that's been established by the uh, championship committee as their number one contender for the belt. He would just travel all over the country to the different territories and wrestle their top guy. Or the guy that they, the guy that they was put in front of them, and it, what 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 did that do? That would establish that character, saying, "Okay, I am good enough. I've proven myself to be in contention for the world championship. Give me my shot, and I'm doing everything that I need to do in order to do that." You know what I'm saying? So why not do that within the WWE? Hey, I agree with it. I agree. Um. And just because, just in case my pick was glossed over with uh, this idea that came to fruition, uh, I picked Bianca to retain for the same reason I picked Rhea to retain. It's too soon to take the belt off of her because it's not 
you don't have the you haven't had the time for her to have her run. I believe in giving runs. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, we giving people Hogan runs where they don't even show up on regular TV and they only defend in every 30 days per contract. Um, you know, th that's one of the reasons what sour me on Hogan. Let's just let me just say that right there, because he only showed up at pay-per-views, maybe a Saturday night main event, but he never showed up on superstars. But I got to see the undertaker on superstars bret hart owen hart the hart foundation as a whole i got to see those guys on superstars but you shouldn't have to what you, you shouldn't mean? have you shouldn't have to see your champion all the time you shouldn't have to see that and i was saying we've talked about this before you talk about andre the giant right andre the giant was an anomaly you couldn't have him in the same territory for a long period of time because he would fizzle out. Get yeah, true. So you're keeping me in for maybe a month or two. Have him go against the have him go against a few guys, wrestle, and then he goes on to another territory. I get that. Same thing with the title. The title shouldn't be available to any and everybody and the champion shouldn't be available to any and everybody. We shouldn't have to see the champion, but maybe once a month, once every other week, maybe. But now because he, he comes on, he cuts a promo. He says, he says who he recognizes as who may be of who may be qualified, who may be in contention, you know, but you know, he shows his face for a couple of minutes, cuts a promo and then he's gone. Right see, now, you see your champions every. You see your champions three and four times a show, and that true. shouldn't be this. That shouldn't be the situation. But see, I'm so used now. Growing up, all we had was superstars. You know, that's all I had. You might get Saturday Night Main Event maybe once or twice a month, and it might be every other month. It wasn't no consistency to it. But Saturday morning superstars, which came on, uh. Before, no, after Soul Train, we look forward to seeing Hogan because everybody was Hogan fans. Hogan was the face. Everybody was the Hogan fans. But we saw Macho Man. We saw Coco Beware. You know, we we saw all the top names except for him. And then once they started doing uh, Piper's Pit on Saturdays and, and, and the Brother Love Show and all that, once they started doing all of that on Saturdays, then we might get a glimpse of Hogan. And really and truly, we didn't want to see Hogan wrestle. We just wanted to see him. That was all it was. When they, when, what was that? Uh, earthquake. When Earthquake sat on his chest and we thought he was gone to the hospital, we writing Hogan. We, we were hurt. We were genuinely concerned. Little did we know he was gone to film a movie, but, um, you know, we were genuinely concerned. Right, yeah. To not see that. And that's what that's the problem. And Donna tell you this, that's the prime problem I always I've had for the last few years with Brock Lesnar. Like, dog, why are you not here? Why why are we not seeing you coming out cutting promos, you know, stomping mud holes and, and, and people and walking and dry? Because I seen that with Hogan. I seen that with Triple H. I seen it with The Rock. I seen it with all my attitude champions where they were there every week. You know, in some way, shape, or form. It may have been a tape vignette, but they were there. 
And that's what I expect. I mean, I, it's not hard, but that's what I expect. Show me you're a fighting champion. Show me you're not going to back down. I'm not saying defend the title every week on every show, but I'm just saying show up. Show up, show out, go to hell home. Collect your check, go to hell home. That's just my thing. It shouldn't have to be that. It shouldn't have to be that. And, and that's, <coughs> excuse me, that's just the way the things are now. I mean, like you said, going back to Flair, Flair would tape, Flair would tape a promo in Georgia and send it in to Charlotte. You ain't gonna see Flair in Charlotte all the time, right? You shouldn't have to show. Once you get to a certain status, you shouldn't have to show up on every show, and that's exactly right. That's old school. Now wait, because I watch <coughs> Flair. I watch Flair and Sting wrestle once a damn week sometimes, and that was NWA days. You know, yeah, but, about- but 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 see, that's when that's around the time when things started to change because. They they put them on for ratings. Period. Okay. 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 They knew that that was the top storyline that they had, and they were trying to establish Sting as that guy. And he was that guy. They did the same thing with Steamboat. They did the same thing with Terry Funk. They did the same thing with any contender within the Charlotte area, within that Mid Atlantic area. Once they started to pull Rain in the world champion. When he wasn't doing the territories anymore, so they had. They, so once they started doing that, you saw more of the champion because he was there. He was there and he was available. They had to do something with him because they're paying him all that money. You know, he had nowhere else. To, he he wasn't going anywhere else really. Traveling, there wasn't a traveling championship anymore. So they 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 used that they used the world champion for ratings and to build up their. Um, the, the, the stars that they wanted to focus on as, as the next number one contender. So and the boss BJ says that was NWA's show ponies. That that's absolutely right. Those were your top guys because outside of the road warriors, it's hard for me to think who else was in NWA in 86, 87. I don't, I can't honestly sit there and think of anybody else other than, Flair and Sting, because I, I enjoy watching them. I hated Ric Flair so much at that time as a kid. Um, but I love Sting. I imitated Sting, everything. That that, you know, I remember the Road Warriors. I remember them coming in and beating the hell out of everybody. But I'm like, who else is in NWA at that time? Well, you have to remember. You say 86, 87. That was after WrestleMania 1. Mm-hmm. So you had already lost Steamboat. Mm-hmm. All right. You had already lost Greg Valentine. You'd already mm-hmm. lost Roddy Piper. So they were they were concentrating a lot on factions and tag teams in 86 and 87. So you had the Rock and Roll Express, you had Midnight Express, you had um the Road Warriors, like you said, you had the horsemen. I believe that was the around 86, 87 was the start of the Dangerous Alliance uh, when uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin at that time, stunning Steve Austin was with uh, uh, Paul Heyman. 
and he would have and eventually um Arn Anderson would join up and get into a tag team with um Larry Zabisco. Mm, the living legend. So uh yeah, so uh and you had uh Rick Rude in that in that uh, organ in that uh group. Um I believe um I believe you had the powers I believe the powers of pain came a little bit after that. Uh, so there were a lot of guys within the NWA that uh, weren't taken by WWF at that time that were still doing things in the uh, in there. So I mean, you uh, eighty six, if I'm not mistaken, eighty six was around the time that no uh, no 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 that was in the nineties. I'm thinking I'm thinking about uh, Ron Simmons run, uh, run as champion. That was yeah, the, that was ninety two. Yeah, ninety two. That was ninety two. And, and I know that, and I know that because um, everybody talks about him being the first black world champion when Iceman King Parsons won the world class world championship two years earlier. But uh, we won't go into that. That's another show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, there was still a whole lot going on in eighty in the eighty six and eighty seven with the NWA. Uh, they hadn't. They they were still branching out to uh, try to stretch their territory out. Uh, they were coming up toward. Uh, they were coming coming more to the D.C. area. They were going into Chicago a lot. Uh, they were um, they were doing a lot of traveling at that time. Uh, so yeah, I believe eighty six. What eighty six eighty seven? Um, what Starcade eighty six? Starcade eighty six was the night of the skyscrapers, right? I believe so. Yeah, so that was uh, Road Warriors versus Midnight Express on the, in the scaffold match. So, and that was Bubba Rogers before he became Big Boss Man. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, there was a lot. There's still a lot going on in the NWA at that time. I, I always think about NWA. Um, you know that that's what I always go to. Is those those matches you know on the weekends? I think that was NWA used to come on on Saturday night. Was it Friday night or Saturday night? But I know they had Saturday, one show Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday night six oh five on the Super Station TBS. Yes, okay. Because you know what, that was around. Well, the- you got yours thing for for the mothership. That's the that's the mothership. Six oh five six oh five broadcast on TBS. That was that- the mothership. That's that was Don coming up with that, and I I, I run with it. And my mothership is totally different because I, I I'm a uh, I know you talking about Paul and Funk and Yeah, I know what you, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, I'm, but as I'm far in, as wrestling is concerned, the original mothership was the 605 telecast on TBS. Yes. I, I live in a land where the, the mothership landed for the last time over here in Landover at the Capitol Center. So <laughs> that's where I come from. That's where I grew up at. But I, I remember watching nwa like constantly and it was never a which one do i like better it was like whichever one's on i'm with it because i'm you know i I get to see the stinger splash i get to see the scorpion deathlock i don't know what uh the sharpshooter is i didn't know what the sharpshooter was and i know what the scorpion deathlock is but you know i i will say that um but Damn, I, maybe I maybe I may be messing up history and not remembering right because number one, I was young. I was 
five, six, seven years old watching NWA. So, right. you know, it, it's a, it's cloudy. I remember things. I remember uh, Sting cutting promos. And I, I remember, you know, we say Flair stole a woo from Sting. I think it's the <laughs> other way around. It's, it's the, it's, <laughs> Sting stole it from Flair. Right. And see, it wasn't, it, and see, he, he wasn't saying woo. He was saying ow. He never said woo because that would be copyright. That would be trademark infringement, a gimmick infringement. So he didn't say, he didn't say woo. He said ow. Okay. Now, Flair, and he said this on numerous occasions, Flair stole that from, uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, Great Balls of Fire. Uh, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry, he stole that from that song. Jerry Lee, from Jerry Lee Lewis. He said he was riding down the road one day and he said he heard Jerry the Jerry Lee Lewis song and he was like, hmm. And he went on the show and did it, and it stuck. Hey, you can't hate that. But see, that that's why I say things are cloudy that far back. You got to realize this is thirty. 32, 33, 34 years ago. I'm 39, get ready to turn 40. So this is almost 40 years ago that I'm trying to remember things. And even though I could probably pull it up, it's kind of hard because I can't remember exactly what it is. And see, but I came, do remember those memories. You came in where there was a super show, a mothership, a super show. I'm pre-TBS. I'm pre-cable. You know, I was 12 years old in 1982. So I had the studio show that came out of Florence. See, back in those days, they would do all their wrestling in Charlotte. They would do their, they do, they would do their house shows and they would do around the territory and they would do their main shows in Charlotte. And then on Monday, they would travel from Charlotte to Florence, South Carolina. WT, WTB, WBTV in Charlotte, Mer Charlotte, Myrtle Beach. And they would do a studio show every Tuesday that would be shown after the Saturday morning cartoons. And <laughs> going back uh, now from Charlotte, you go down Highway 74 going west. To Hamlet, North Carolina, which is where I'm from. Ham 74 connects to Highway 38, which takes you straight into Florence. It's the back way to Myrtle Beach, for anybody that doesn't know. Okay. Now, a mile from my house that I grew up in, there's a gas station there. At that time, it was called Julio's. It was, owned, it was called Julio's, but it was owned by an Iranian guy. Whatever. <laughs> We all of my my cousins, a couple of my cousins and friends in the neighborhood would go after school to that gas station and hang around that gas station every Monday. And we would go and we would just stay there and wait for the wrestlers to come through because they all the wrestlers stopped at that gas station as a halfway point. So we would be pumping the gas. We go inside. They wouldn't want to leave their cars. We would go inside, grab their sodas, grab their drinks and whatnot. 
they give us a couple of dollars a tip and then they, and they would keep moving. So I got to meet a lot of wrestlers from the NWA days doing that. As a matter of fact, one day I remember, and a lot of people, anybody listening or watching may remember this if they were watching NWA back then. There was an episode of Saturday night of, of, of the Saturday night of Saturday night show 605 where all of them said that they had went to a dealer, a car dealer in Charlotte on Independence Boulevard. And I knew that car dealership because that's where my grandfather used to get his cars from. And they all bought Mercedes Benz. Every last one of them bought Mercedes. Flair, Ole, Arn, Tully, and JJ bought these Mercedes. We were there that Monday, and lo and behold, they all five of them pulled up in brand new Mercedes Benz. And I get I gassed up Flair's Mercedes that day. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow, man. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. 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 And he actually remembered me because it wasn't too far before that that I was in Charlotte and my uh, it was around it was around well, hold on. No, it was after that. It was after that because this was the, this was during the uh, Charlotte when the Charlotte Hornets came to Charlotte, and it was the it was the draft party for the year that they got Larry Johnson, and I happened to be there, and I was talking to uh, Doug Johnson. Doug Johnson was the uh, was the main sportscaster for channel nine wsoc charlotte and he we was talking and he was like oh you are you a, are you a wrestler fan i was like yeah i'm a big wrestler fan he was like have you ever met flair have you ever met rick flair i was like no i was like well you're about to turn around <laughs> and i was like oh hi mr hi he's like hey what's going on how you doing this, let me introduce you to this young man he's a big wrestler fan you know and it's like, oh, so you're a big wrestler? Yeah, you're the first person, you're the first wrestler that I actually remember in life. I woke up one Saturday morning and there you were on television. So yeah, you, you're, the, you're the man as far as I'm concerned. And uh, we got to talking and I told him about the Mercedes story. He was like, yeah. Now, I don't know if he was just bullshitting. <laughs> he said he remembered me. But, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, I've got, I've got, a, I've got a few different run-ins with wrestlers and whatnot especially back in those days well damn it we're gonna have to sit down we're gonna have to sit down and, and this see this right here you know they got table for three on wwe we might have to do our own table for three a table for six or something and just sit around and just kick stories man because between the times that we've all worked at espn zone uh going to games going to to to, to wrestling events we can kick up some stories and then you know i got a little bit of experience in retail and i think the biggest person i ever met in retail was uh sugar bear i met sugar bear from eu uh -huh. lost my dag on mine <laughs> but you know damn james 
See, we 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 that. Let me write that down now. We got to do a table for three type thing, and just nothing kick nothing but stories. All right, all right, okay. Now we got one more. We got one more uh match to do, and then we can get on up out of here. Uh, the WWE Championship is a triple threat: Lashley versus Drew McIntyre versus Braun Strowman, and the People's Choice Don Rodriguez picks Braun Strowman. <sighs> Where you go? I think Lashley retains. All right. I don't see where they would have. I don't see where they would go with either one of the other two. I mean, we've already seen what Braun does with what they're doing with Braun with the belt, and which isn't much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew McIntyre is starting to become the new Roman Reigns post leukemia. So yeah, trying to force him dang it through. Yeah, pretty much. So. Uh, Lashley is right now. Lashley is the more natural. I see them trying to build again, just like I said earlier. I see them trying with uh Roman. I see them building up to something big to take the belt off of Lashley. Okay. So um, not necessarily new, a new person like I said with Roman, but just somebody who can who they can build do a big storyline. Build them up, have them on a nice streak, so to speak, and uh, just take the title off of them to where it would have some significance to whether he or whether they have that or not. So yeah, I, I, I'm gonna stick with Lashley. Now see, I'm I'm on the fence, and it, it wouldn't be a Saturday Night WrestleManiacs if I didn't break out in song. My mind's telling me, Drew. But my body, my body's telling me Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But it, it, uh, it, it just, oh man, I, you made an excellent point. Braun doesn't do much with the title. And as much as I push for him to be a champion and to get some gold, and every time he got his shot, he would get hurt. But then he gets the shot and it doesn't go anywhere. It's like it's the most boring rain i'm like man what are you doing this is not what we do it's not good for drew no with drew it's like yeah they but i understand why they're doing that with drew because you you got to keep him in that picture but yeah you got to keep him relevant you got to keep him relevant i mean he's he's one of he's one of the few guys in raw right now that needs to be in contention but he's doing he he would be more of a benefit chasing mm-hmm. than he would with As the champion. actual belt. Yeah. So, so you know what I would do? And I don't know. I thought he was back off of injury. Where the hell is Jinder Mahal? He's back. I thought he was back. Why is he? Yeah, he's back. He, Apparently, he had surgery, right? Yeah, he had some type of surgery. I don't know if they kept him out for a long time, but they had him in that match with Jeff Hardy on main event that everybody started talking about, you know, like, why do they have these two former champions on main event wrestling each other? And I guess it was a good match because they wound up putting that same match on Raw this past Monday. And they gave him a, and they gave him a crew. They gave him um, some guy to development that I, I can't remember his name. And then they broke up that tag team that, um, um, 
uh, Sto- uh, I want to say Stokely Carmichael because that's what his name was in the Independence. But uh, Malcolm Bivens, they that t- that tag team that he had, the, that Indian tag team that he had, and they broke them up. The guy that did, the guy that um, put the uh, tweet up about the uh, what the show, something that happened during the show that he wasn't supposed to. They kicked they kicked him to the curb and kept the other guy, put him in this faction with Jinder Mahal. So he's got two new guys that he's got behind him and uh so we're gonna see what happens with him and he's already talking about trying to go after the title which he now. should and uh uh we'll you know i can see him with the belt sometime soon because that, that would be interesting to put him in uh put him in as champion uh wow. i can see him and lashley do having some good matches hey i can see him and and drew the modern day maharaja well, you know they're gonna put the them two together Taylor. because you know they're gonna put them two together because they used to be in three and B together. Mm-hmm. So you know and they I, they I love that. I would love that. But here's my thing: instead of forcing Drew McIntyre down our throats, give me that new blood. I mean, but think about this. We talk about new blood, but it's guys that are working hard. And they never seem to get to that next level. And the one guy that I speak of right now, other than Jinder Mahal, and Jinder Mahal has been a champion, is Mustafa Ali. I want to see more Mustafa Ali. I love when him, Ricochet, Alistair Black, and what was that? Uh, was that Apollo Cruz? Yeah. When yeah. that nobody could beat them dudes when they got together. Why wouldn't you run with that? People loved when they got when they came together because Apollo Cruz and Ali were great together when they joined up with Alistair Black and Ricochet. Alistair Black and Ricochet as a tag team was absolutely monstrous. Why not build off of that? You could have built off of that, and that would have wrote his own storyline right there. That's your faction right there. And then when you had the hurt business come up, you would have had the somebody for the hurt business already to beef with. So you could have got something out of that. You could have got some sort of run. They let it go too early. They broke it up. And I, I'm like, where's Ricochet at anyway? No, oh, he's still wrestling. He's still in there uh, somewhere. <laughs> I was I was kind of hoping that they were going to reform the Hurt Business with Samoa Joe and Ricochet. But uh, that I get, uh, apparently that didn't happen. So, um, yeah, I don't, you know, and now that um, Apollo Cruz is on his own with uh, the Nut Grabber, uh, you know, and uh, <coughs> so I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. You know, maybe maybe Ricochet's contract will come up, and maybe he'll decide to go somewhere else because maybe he'll go. Maybe he'll go to uh, Impact. I can see him going to Impact or Ring of Honor. You know, one of those two. Uh, he could make it into ADW, but uh, we'll could go back to New Japan. Yeah, he could. Well, with all the ones that I just mentioned, that would could lead him back into New Japan. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, uh, we'll just have to see. Well. Not to gloss over my pick again. Um, I'm gonna go with Lashley. I'm, I, you know, I've sat here. I decided 
did a little uh tap dance to myself so i'm gonna go with lashley so that's the end of our picks um it's crazy because we, we we've come to this point and it, it's beautiful to say that you took me down the road on a history lesson clear some things up and i appreciate that very much so <laughs> because i'm look forget forgetting i misremembered some things so you you set the record straight and i really do appreciate that because i can't it's like i know what i've seen but you know you've seen it through a kid's eyes and then trying to see it through an adult's eyes it doesn't make sense so you know i i really do appreciate you for clearing that up for me and giving me the history lesson oh, but no, I mean, just, what i say it's just like watching the bugs bunny cartoon now you know Back in the days, you was just watching Bugs Bunny, Donald Duck, and all the guys, you know, just doing their thing. But you watch them things, I was like, they actually said that? They, they did what? <laughs> Which is why a bunch of those characters are getting canceled now. Because, yeah, I mean, absolutely right. You know, yeah, because, I mean, I mean, to listen to Foghorn Leghorn now, boy, that's that's – that's something else, right? Man. So, uh, yeah. I, now, see, I started waking up to a lot of things with Bugs Bunny. Well, Warner Brothers and Mary Melody cartoons, I think I had to be about 14 or 15. And this is when they used to show, they would always show once a year, you would get like a a, a, a night of nothing but Warner Brothers cartoons. You'd get Bugs Bunny and all that at night. And it was a big thing because... I got to watch cartoons at night. Now you can watch cartoons 24-7. But it was a big thing. And it was, uh, I can't even remember what it was. And I remember I went to my godmother and I told her what Bugs Bunny said. She said, he can't say that. I said, he said it. And been saying it for decades. <laughs> I said, he, yeah, I said, he said it. She was like, well, I don't know if he's supposed to say that. I was like, well, he said it. She said, oh, well, I ain't nothing you can do about it. I said, no, not nothing at all. And then like the whole uh thing with Pepe Le Pew, they canceled Pepe Le Pew. But don't you think you should cancel the cat that he used to chase after that he thought was a skunk? Because when she found out that he was a skunk, she didn't want him. But then when he got dunked in uh paint and he didn't have that white stripe and she thought that he was a cat. Let's talk about how she pushed him in the room, locked the door, hid the key, and was pretty much about to take what she wanted. So, oh, you know, yeah. it's a lot to go with that. Same thing with uh what's the name? Uh Steve Urkel and Stefan Urkel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, old girl, old girl Laura. Yeah, she wasn't feeling Steve. Steve, right. was, Steve. Steve was about that business. You know, she wasn't she wasn't she wasn't trying to get with Steve, but he turned into Stefan. She lost she her was, mind. She was body body. And I always said that that was like one of the the craziest things I've ever seen as a kid because it it, it, it it presented something to me. Maybe, okay, if homegirl don't like me, I got to change myself for her to like me. And Steve worshipped the ground that Laura walked on. And it took her the entire show's run to realize that this dude was the one for her. Not Stefan. Steve was the dude that, that was the one for her. And she did not realize this until the last season. How, Sway? 
I would have stayed with Myra myself. I would have dropped Laura and stayed with Myra. Oh, Myra That's where I would have stayed. Myra was the business. I don't, I don't care what nobody say. Myra was the business. I just, Steve, had his, I, Steve had his nose all up in uh in, in the all open for Laura and whatnot, mm -hmm. and he missed he he missed he missed his blessing. Mm. <laughs> he missed Who you his telling? Blessing. Who you telling? Shoot, you know. I, but I mean, we can go on and on about different things like that. But I mean, damn. And but it brings me back to the point when you see things through a child's eyes, and then you think about it as an adult. And you see it through an adult's eyes, you see it totally different. Right. And it's like that in TV shows. It's like that in wrestling. Yeah. So just, like know, I was, just like I was talking about the horseman and um the freebirds earlier. I didn't know what a Confederate flag was. I just thought it was something that they 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 made up, you know. Yeah. I, I wasn't exposed, I wasn't exposed to that at that time. I mean, even though I'm from the deepest, darkest depths of the country that you can get. <laughs> but I wasn't exposed to that. So I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking at I because I, I loved um Terry Gordy. I, I I loved watching Terry Gordy wrestle. And uh Michael Hayes was just, you know, somebody who was trying to be a Ric Flair knockoff, but but to me, but you know, he he had his uh purpose and he had his uh moments. And Buddy Jack, you know, he 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 was just there, you know. I, I like Buddy Jack too, but Terry was my guy. But to see them come out in the ro in the Confederate flag robe and they had the Confederate flag waving, you know, I didn't care about that. I cared about the wrestling. So growing growing up and learning things and knowing things, and then going back and seeing that, I'm like, what was I thinking? Mm -hmm. But you know. I was a child looking through a child's eyes, like you said. So, now you you talk about the Confederate flag. Think about this. I I'm, I'm a Dukes of Hazard fan, huge Dukes of Hazard. They had a Confederate true, yeah. flag on top of the uh the General Lee. Yeah. Did I ever think anything of it? No, I never seen it as racist. Right. And then you think about it now, you're like, damn, y'all really ain't got over a war that you lost, <laughs> like. Uh, but I mean, people say, "Well, are you gonna stop watching the Dukes of Hazard?" Like, I don't watch Dukes of Hazard for the 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 good old boy nature of it. I watch it for the lessons that you learn. You know, same reason why I watch Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo taught me that there are no real monsters in life, but people are monsters. That's what Scooby Doo told me. Now, I'm, I'm not talking about the new Scooby Doo. I'm talking about Scooby Doo from '69 is what I grew up on. Right, back in the day, yeah. Right, when Fred had bell bottoms on at least until like 1994. Like, how did so. how did Scooby and Shaggy eat so much and they never gained weight? Stoners, baby. <laughs> why 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 was the, why was there always smoke in the in the uh, in the uh, in the uh, mystery machine? You know, I, I don't know. Why did Fred always want to split up? take the girls with him and leave Scooby and Shaggy by themselves. Right. You know, it, it's things that you think about as an adult. So, <laughs> Oh, but I thank everybody for joining us tonight. Thank you. For sorry about, sorry about the tangent folks. You know, this, you know, this, <laughs> this is what happens when you get together with folks and, you know, you just start to talking and, you know, you, you, you're riding down the road and all of a sudden, <laughs> Hey, you hear that? You hear that exit all of a sudden? You know, you that know, so. happens to us more often than not here at Sideline Junkies. It doesn't matter what show, but we always going to be able to teach you something. So, 
uh thank you for watching here on live thank you for listening uh to this on the playback whether you're listening on spotify anchor apple uh podcast um uh say spotify google podcast cast box breaker verbal it doesn't matter whatever platform you listen to us on if you're watching this on youtube we thank you we appreciate you, you got any questions comments um hell you want you got a show topic you want to come on and you want to talk about something with whether it's with the wrestlemaniacs whether it's, it's with the other host the boss bj the man of the hour delante the man that's twice as nice uh juni the man the myth the legend big jim it does not matter you want to talk to us hey drop a line sideline junkies 24 7 at gmail.com that's sideline junkies all one word two four seven at gmail.com so and you can put them in the comments on, on youtube you can put them in the comments under the in, on the uh, page to on the video too so i i forgot all about that the comments on youtube you can do that yeah uh appreciate the boss bj for coming in tonight and and, and throwing in some uh well-needed uh names that we couldn't remember and just being included as usual so uh for the People's Choice Don Rodriguez, who was on special assignment tonight. That's the Nubian Sumo. I'm the big guy, KG. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Konnichiwa, bitches. Diversify your bonds.